You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less, or sometimes more like this episode. Here's today's question. I want to know. I oh, was, you're going to own this, huh? Oh, yeah, I totally. I thought you were going to say someone else wants no, to know. No, 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 no. Okay. You know I have no qualms owning okay. anything. You know, spanking your child is a huge I don't even want to say hot topic. It's like something that people don't talk about, at least my generation of parenting. I don't know if it was as divisive as an issue when you were first raising Jesse and I. Okay. So I would assume that it's just even more so now. And so it's a whole thing. Like, do you spank your children? Do your friends spank? And all, all this stuff. And I was in a conversation recently with a friend and her mom was present and her mom looked straight at me and said, well, you know, the Bible says to spank your child. And I said, oh, it it does? And she said, yes, spare the rod, spoil the child. That is clear. How did she put it? That is a clear command from the Bible that you are supposed to spank your children. And I said, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> our favorite neutral word. We just gave away our trade secret. Whenever we say interesting, that means we're not going to tell you. I don't know. It's I'm just, not going to respond. It's a neutral world. It can mean anything you want it to mean. That's interesting. May agree, may not That's agree. It's really interesting. People say, that was an interesting sermon. What the heck does that mean? It <laughs> was interesting. You weren't asleep? Maybe. Uh, so, okay. Dad, does the Bible say to raise my child biblically under God's design, do I have to spank my children? Mm, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, let's talk about that idiom, spare the rod, spoil the child. That is not in the Bible. That's not in the King's English. So, a number of times in Proverbs, we have the term rod. For example, in Proverbs chapter 13, 4, he who withholds his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him diligently. Chapter 14, verse 3, Proverbs, In the mouth of the foolish is a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will protect him. And there are others. Chapter 23, verse 13 might be the most appropriate. Do not hold back discipline from the child. Though you strike him with a rod, he will not die. So if we were to take those at surface value, it sounds like you know you should use corporal punishment on your child. Let's start on a couple things. Were you spanked? I mean, do you want me to publicly? <laughs> I'm asking yes, you straight I was, up. I was spanked, yes. We spanked Jesse. We spanked Devin. We spanked Sarah. Yeah, all four of us. You survived? I did. I'm alive. Okay. I was spanked yeah. by nuns and priests and my dad with a belt yep. and my mother with the back of her hand. Yep. I think your mother, I think she says she was never spanked because she was, you know, the youngest and she dodged, yeah. you know, discipline. But let me just say, number one, this is not a new hot topic. It is a hot topic. When we were raising you guys 35 plus years ago, it was an issue and there were camps that didn't spank and did spank. We are going to have on the website two transcript links to our dear friends, Barbara and Dennis Rainey. And both of these addressed a biblical approach to childhood discipline. That was the broader title of this. Sure. And then one of them was just a Q&A on when to spank. So let's start out. When your mom and I were new parents, the question was, how old is a child when you spank them? And I can remember any parent that, I mean, I know your boys have never done this, mm-hmm. but you're changing the diaper and they're arching their back. Oh, totally. Yeah. And they're fighting you. Yeah. And you're trying to do something and they're fighting back. Yeah. Do you pop them on the thigh? Do you give them a stern word and they continue to squirm? I mean, those are questions every parent deals with. When we adopted Jesse, 
I remember the social worker asking us, did we spank you? And I wasn't going to lie. I said, yes. And that turned on all these yellow alarm bells. Next thing I know, we were meeting with the head of the adoption agency in a meeting that you cannot spank an adopted child. And I looked at her and I said, do you have children? She goes, yes. And I, it was a girl. Have you spanked her? No. And I said, well, that's interesting. (laughs) I didn't, I just said, really, how'd that work out? You Uh know? So obviously people can survive not being spanked and people can survive being spanked. Let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Number one, never do it in anger. Right. This is where a lot of the abuse happens is your child is tired, running on edge, aggravating you, pushing your buttons, and you just lose it and you backhand the child, you spank them, whatever, use a belt, use a spoon, whatever it is. And that, of course, is egregious. Every parent who spanks has spanked in anger. Sure. They've done it and it's been wrong, right? So number one, you never do it in anger. Number two, we believed in using a third-party instrument, meaning a wooden spoon. And we kept that wooden spoon in a clay crock on the kitchen counter. Oh, I remember well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and your mom and I had different opinions about when and how. To me, if you were going to spank, you followed through with the spanking. You gave warnings. You say, okay, if you do this, you continue to do this, you will get a spanking. You apologize, repent, you know, tell your sister you're sorry, whatever the case may be. You continue to be disobedient, incalcitrant, angry, rebellious, then we're going to spank you. So then it was walk to the kitchen and get the spoon. Well, your mom discovered if she rattled the crock that often got, you know, it was in a, a clay crock. If she rattled the crock, the kids would stop disobeying. To me, that was not carrying through proper discipline. So we had disagreements and discussions about that. And so there were a lot of times, of course, I wasn't home in those years. She was a stay-at-home raising children mom for many of years. And she just said that was easier. I got compliance. To me, if it was time to spank, then you went and got the spoon. Right. Now, to do it properly, you explain to the child why. You review whatever the rules are. I think we had three D's. It was disobedience, dishonesty, and... Danger? I'm just guessing. I mean... It might have been. Putting someone in danger. And those three warranted a spanking. I mean, we always spanked? No. But those were sort of the... I mean, just being smart-alecky, being whiny, right, whatever. Right, for right, every right. situation. Um, I mean, we, we were just talking to a young parent the other day. Well, and it, it's it's abusive. We were talking to a young parent the other day, and they were asking your mom, I mean, this very question. And uh, we sat down with both of them in their house because I was talking to the dad. He goes, I really wish my wife could hear this. And so, well, let's go sit down and talk about it. Long before the spanking, for example, this child is a whiner. This child whines sure. about everything. Sure. And in this case, the mom wanted to spank, but the dad was reticent because it was his little baby girl. And I said, you know, we had a rule in our house. There's no whining in the kitchen. You want to whine? Go to your room. Yep. Go outside and whine. Whine your heart out. Yep. Do not whine around your mom and dad. Yep. And that was a real simple thing. It didn't require spanking. didn't require yelling. In fact, yelling just makes it worse. It's so funny because as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. But I couldn't have told you that. And yet we have a thing with Isaac. The second he starts whining or kind of throwing a fit, and sometimes he's just tired or hungry or whatever. It's hard to be a toddler. But, I mean, we'll look at him and go, okay, if you want to act like that, if you want to whine, if you want to cry, you can do it. Just go to your room. And he he just marches straight off to his room, (laughs) whines. He comes out, mommy, I have. 
a new attitude. I'm like, great, <laughs> welcome. But anyway, I mean, it's just yeah. so funny because I probably just completely internalized that as a child and it came yep. straight out of me once I became There's a parent. No whining in the kitchen, no whining in the den, no whining around us. You can whine in your room. Yeah. And and for most of us, don't we metaphorically need to go whine in our room? Totally. <laughs> you know, yeah. get away. So those things don't warrant spanking. Uh -uh. Spanking, you have to decide as a husband and wife, as a single parent, obviously you've got to come up with some parameters. But if you're a husband and wife, sit down. These are the things we spank for. And clearly communicate that to your child, even a young child. Yeah. You get spanked if you hurt your brother or sister. You get spanked right. if you disobey mommy. I mean, even though Isaac and Pax are you know, wonderful Angels. little boys, yeah, they look at you at the eye and they do things to see what you're going to do. Oh yeah. And so those are lines that, you know, a parent couple needs to draw and say, if you do this, but you explain it to the child. And then when you spank, if you choose to spank, you take them in the room, you close the door, you talk to them about why they're being spanked depending on their age, have right. them explain back to right. you, I'm getting a spanking because, and then generally speaking, one or two pops on the back of the thigh with a wood spoon is about all it takes. Now, fast forward to a super rebellious, difficult, strong-willed child. You may have to use a little more sting in the spanking, or you may choose to use other types of discipline. Your mom tells the story when we used to teach parenting conferences, which we've repented and said we will never do it again. <laughs> we know nothing about parenting. But um, when we thought we knew something about parenting, we knew you were old enough to stop spanking because I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. You'd done something and you I were grounded. I rode my bike into the cul-de-sac. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to or yeah. something like that. Yeah, uh, at, off the curb in the street. Yeah. Where, and we had a busy cul-de-sac. And your mom grounded you for whatever it was, the weekend from your bike or something. And you came to your mom and you said, mom, can I just get a spanking and get this over with? Yep. <laughs> and that's when she knew we hit, okay, Yahtzee, this yeah. was a better discipline yeah. than corporal swat on the back of the leg yeah. because it had more impact. Yeah. This is the consequence of your disobedience yeah. and you had put yourself in danger. Yep. So those are just some different ways. I was just pulling up to see how many states, and rather than get people information that may or may not be accurate, there are a number of states where it's illegal to spank kids. Hmm. So you are going to have to, as a parent, depending on where you're living, do some homework and make a decision. Now, when we adopted Devin and Sarah, we had to sign documentation that we would not spank. And we lived in Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., and I remember going to counsel, to legal counsel. I remember talking to some organizations I won't name, but that I respected. And I said, what do I do? We have spanked our two younger daughters and they've survived and it's been an effective tool when appropriate. And yes, we've overspanked and yes, we've done it in anger. And yes, we've gone back and apologized for those sure. kids. That said, what do I do? And we had all sorts of counsel and I won't say who it was, but one person told me something and they said, you know what I would do? I would sign the documentation in good faith that you're not going to spank those children. But if you get to a point where it's dangerous or they're lying or whatever, and you choose to spank, you go ahead and spank them and you do it the same way you did your other kids. And then when and if the agency asks you, you tell the truth. Yes, I signed the document with the intent not to spank. Yes, I broke that because this child put 
his sister, her and sister in danger. danger. Yeah. They lied. Yeah. They got someone else in trouble. And I chose to use that corporal punishment as a tool for discipline and then let, you know, so to speak, the government as an authority over you at that point, let them, you know what? No one ever asked us. Right. And we right. did spank, you know, all of our children at different times. Your mom and I didn't always agree on every time spanking took place. Your mom didn't spank very hard, so it didn't really matter anyway. They were more compliant with me because my spank, my pops were harder. And then there was also a time where it wasn't effective. Right. I can remember with one of y'all where it just didn't help. Right. It just made the matters worse. And so then you're looking for other tools in the discipline box where, you know, there's no TV for a week. There's no interaction with kids. You don't ride your bike. I mean, whatever age appropriate thing, the thing that they most want you take away from them. Yeah. And that's probably more effective. But I can tell you times, and I won't name the child, but one of you all, you know, you were out of control. You were angry. You were insufferable. You were whatever. And that spanking recalibrated. Yeah. It reset the clock. Yeah. And the child cried in their room for a period of time. They may have had a 10-minute timeout after the spanking. Yeah. You reassured them, we love you. This behavior is not acceptable. Yeah. You hurt your brother, your sister, whatever it may be, and you suffered consequences for that. And they would come out a different person. So I can say it's not a universal tool, not every you know right. hammer and a nail, but there are times a parent and a mom and a dad can work to get to, okay, this is a grounds for spanking. Yeah. In this culture, I probably wouldn't talk about it a lot. Right, right. Just because people are going to misrepresent it. People are going to go yeah. crazy. And some people do over spank. Some totally. people do. It's the only tool in the or toolbox. it's too harsh or yeah. too much. or yeah. yeah. Okay, so two quick follow-ups. So one, I think really to get to the heart of the matter, what I hear you saying is that the Bible does not say you have to spank your child There's in no order command to, that you have to raise him. Right. But there is a command that, or maybe it's not even a command, but it's, you really do need to discipline your child to raise your child well. It is commanded to teach them God's word and God's Tra- law. Training Train and discipline child. certainly can involve, you know, discipline of a corporal punishment kind of thing, but that doesn't always mean hitting. Well, right. right, right. So, so discipline biblically is just like there needs to be consequences to yes. things that could be harmful to that child. You know, essentially, sin is harmful, and so discipline is consequences to that sin. So, yes, let's just talk very briefly about these two words. So there's two different words in Hebrew for rod and staff, and sometimes they're interchangeable. Most likely, it's used as a weapon, the rod is, and when it, also a shepherding implement. And we talk about that rod and that staff, they comfort me from Psalm 23.4, the King's English. And don't want to draw too hard and fast a line here, but one is more of a defensive weapon, and the other one was more of a pulling an animal Guiding. from safety. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you got an out-of-line sheep, you might hook that sheep to get him or her back in line, that lamb back in line. The other word used for a staff has more the idea of supporting something, and you think about someone leaning on that staff mm-hmm. biblically. And so, you know, you could take the fields of meaning about, you know, you're leaning on that as a discipline tool, but sum it up. I don't think it's wrong to spank a child. I think you need to be very careful, not only with just the laws, what you're doing to the person, you know, you're not beating them into submission. Right. You're not, and if one SWAT doesn't get their attention and you choose to use two or three or four to get their attention, you'll know when that child is responsive to a pop, to a SWAT. I would not use a belt. 
I would use a wooden spoon if you choose to do that because you can't put a lot of pressure on a spoon without it breaking. Those little wooden spoons break real easily. And if you over spank with a wooden spoon, those spoons probably going to break before you're going to hurt the child. Right. Don't do it anywhere, but on the back of the thigh or on the cheek, because you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to you know, do damage to them. You on, lose. The, on the booty cheek yeah, as there opposed you go. to the face okay, cheek. Right. No, right. <laughs> well, thank you. Good clarification. I didn't want to yeah. clarify. Yeah. And chances are it's going to leave a red spot. Yeah. If it bruises, you're spanking too hard. Yeah. Again, parents who have spanked or used belts or other things, yeah. you know, I just caution you that that's probably overkill in the sense that you're not accomplishing what you want. That's more a parent spanking in anger or setting things right or trying to straighten out this child. There are other tools besides beating your child or yeah. spanking your child, which is obviously wrong. It seems like, I mean, my two and a half years into parenting, which isn't really even two and a half years, right? You don't really start parenting until... I don't know, over one. I still am not parenting my second born. <laughs> it seems like you want to discipline as gently as possible that will give the desired outcome. It's kind of where I've landed. Like, <laughs> no, you don't like that? No, I, no, <laughs> don't, don't like or dislike it. I'm just, I'm not as afraid of saying there are consequences in life. If you lie and cheat and steal at work, you might be fired. You might go to jail. Yeah. Those are heavy consequences. Sure. So if a pop on the back of the derriere right. gets your attention from lying, cheating, and stealing, yep. that's a lot less consequence sure. to learn a lesson that's, early in life. It is a more life. gentle comp. Yeah, right. If you- but if it hurts and stings and leaves a red welt and they cry and they wail, another thing that's very interesting, and children are all different. If you spank a child in anger, that child wants nothing to do with you. If you explain to the child why and they understand why, and you spank them, it's interesting how many of those children want to cuddle with you. Yep. Be held, yep. be comforted. Right, after uh-huh. the spanking. And That's uh, the third-party tool, the spoon, in this case, as an illustration, is what you're using to administer, not your hand. Right. And lots of reasons for that. But at the end of the day, they know the spoon was what was used to administrate the punishment. And then later on, have a conversation about that. When things are good and it's breakfast time and everybody's happy and it comes up, you got a spanking for that the other day. Why did you get this spanking? Help them understand. And that to me is the gentler part of the training. And then going forward, you may find yourself very infrequently needing to reach for a spoon. Right. Because they understand, I don't want to go down that path. Right. And then always reward the right thing. When they tell the truth, you'll remember this when you were little. We told all of you all, if you tell us the truth now, the punishment's going to be a lot less oh, yeah. than if we find out later you lied yeah. or you blamed your sibling or whatever, or you stole that thing. You yeah. tell us what you did. Yeah. Jesse was really good yeah. about fessing up afterwards. Yeah. She come back, I did this, and her conscience bothered her. You know, She felt out of fellowship with mom in particular. And so she wanted to make that right. And so then, you know, hopefully it's a very short season where you're going to reach for a spoon. Okay. Final question on this slash a little pushback. Why spank at all? I mean, couldn't you argue I can discipline my child in a thousand other ways? It feels like it's not even worth it to spank. I don't think it's a last resort. I think it is a tool and I think used properly, it's very effective. You may not have to use that tool. You might have such a great relationship with your child. Compliant children more than likely don't need spankings. Compliant children withdraw, relational withdrawal, losing their toys, losing their privileges, their tablet time, whatever it is that they love to do, is 
more effective than a sting on the back of the thigh. Some children who are strong-willed, who are defiant, who are mean, who, you know, you turn the other way and they bite their sibling. To me, that's a tool where spanking you should consider because the eye-for-eye, tooth-for-tooth, Lex Talionis idea of Scripture is that I want it to hurt the way it hurt that other person. Yep. And again, that doesn't mean you bite a kid when they bite you. I know a parents right. that have actually done yeah, that. Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. But it would pop on the back of the leg to remind them. And if they don't cry, if it doesn't bring a remorse to them, then it's not an effective tool. It doesn't mean you right. beat them relentlessly. Right. But you might need to pop a little harder, or you might need to find a different tool. If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain, and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.